It is hour two of the game, the game after work. Mitch Fortner with Troy Coverdale, David G, Travion Berkland. The whole gang is here. Coming up on Friday, hour number two, so 48 hours from now, we will have the fourth annual Gamey Awards. We'll be crowning the best of K-State Athletics, maybe some of the best in Big 12 Athletics. Huh. Maybe some of the best, maybe some of the worst in United States athletics. <laughs> the thing is about the gamies, you never have the same categories all the way through year after year. It changes a little bit here, a little bit there, year after year. But as we do every year as well, we have a nomination show. The nominations have been figured out. They are locked in. And it is now time to start revealing the nominations for this year's Grammy Awards. But it doesn't quite feel right to start the show without the appropriate music. So, if you don't mind, Travion, our Grammy Awards music, please. Ah, yes. It is award show season around here. Let's get to the nominations. All right. You can kill it. There are 10 awards this year. And also, uh, at the end of these nominations, I will let you know about a very special thing we're going to be doing for this year's Gamey Awards, which, again, are coming up on Friday. Our first award is going to be going to Best New Artist. That is a Wildcat that played here in Manhattan and for the Wildcats for the first time. Their first season here in the Little Apple, the nominations are, and by the way, if you are nominated for Best New uh, best new Artist, you're not nominated for Artist of the Year. Ah. So I, that was a, one little change I did make for this year's Gamey Awards. So Best New Artist, your nominations are Adrian Martinez. He did not play a full year, but K-State, they wouldn't have gotten to that Big 12 championship, certainly without him, especially that performance in the Oklahoma game was Ooh. off the charts and huge for the Cats. Adrian Martinez is up for Best New Artist. Second is Keontae Johnson. Third team All-American was you know, the crown jewel of the first recruiting class for Jerome Tang. Made it to the Elite Eight. Keontae Johnson up for Best New Artist. And the final nomination is Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark. Oh, wow. Brett okay. Yormark has received his first nomination in the Gamey Awards for you know reasons you know you don't really need to go through them, but there's a lot of them. But of course, one of them bringing four new additions in the Big Twelve that'll officially begin uh, here in a couple of days. Yeah, for Cincinnati, Houston, BYU, and UCF. Mm. So again, your nominations for Best New Artist will be Keontae Johnson, Brett Yormark, and Adrian Martinez. And by the way, voting starts. Just a little bit after 6 o'clock, you'll get just about two full days to vote. And the fan vote, the listener vote, will be 20% of the final tally. All right, I got a couple back-to-back here. Brand new categories. Award number two will be field goal of the year. (laughs) Field goal of the year. As no surprise, nomination number one, 
Ty Zittner uh-huh. and his 31-yard field goal to win the Big 12 title. So 31 yards for Kansas State as they look for a 10th win. We await the snap from Randon Plattner out of the hold of Jack Bloomer. Good snap and placement. Kick on the way. It is up. And good! It's good! The Wildcats are champions of the Big 12 in 2022! All right, there's Ty Zittner, nomination number two for field goal of the year. Harrison Butker, Super Bowl 57, the 27-yard winner. The line of scrimmage will be the nine, eight yards for the snap. The placement will be at the 17. It would be a 27-yard attempt for the lead. Winchester. The veteran who's played in more postseason games than any other chief tied with Travis Kelsey. Townsend will hold it. 11 seconds left in Super Bowl 57. 35-35 tie. The kick is good. And Kansas City leads 38-35 with eight seconds to go in regulation in Super Bowl 57. You know, for what that field goal meant... Mitch Holtis was a bit tame. Yeah, on the call. understated at that point. He, he was saving the uh, the rest of the gas in the tank for the final call. <laughs> when sure. the clock hit zeros, for he knew the sure. game wasn't over. Then the final nomination for field goal of the year. Where this could this be going? Because there were a lot of big field goals, of course, as you can imagine, college football, NFL, all year long. I had to give it to this one though. You might remember. The final few moments of the TCU-Baylor game. Oh. Oh, yeah. The TCU-Baylor game where TCU's trying to remain undefeated. They're down two points and with the football. You know, Sonny Dice was being kind of crazy yeah. with his play calling, r- running plays in field goal territory, but, you know, not it, it, with no timeouts remaining in, like, less than 30 seconds to go. Kind of playing with fire a little bit. As a matter of fact, it got so tight there at the end that they ran a play on third down. The clock is rolling. They had to run the field goal team out there. Third down, another run. DeMarcado. Going to get on the field. Yeah, he got a hustle here. A run. And now it's a total scramble. Emergency mode for the unbeaten Horn Frogs. That was an unreal call, by the way, by Jason Benetti. Oh, yes, it good. was. I yeah. thought that was excellent. He he is a fantastic man. So good. But yeah, that what a wild sequence of events that led up to that, man. Wild. All right, our next category. This is uh, award number three for the fourth annual Gamey Awards. And I don't have the sound bites for it uh, for timing reasons, but missed field goal of the year. There were a number of them that really stood out to me. Number one was in the playoff game in college football between Georgia and Ohio State. I remember watching this, actually, on Bourbon Street, New Year's Eve. Everybody was watching the TVs because Ohio State had a chance to... I, I can't. It was it to tie or win the game, but it was a major opportunity for Ohio State. I think it was to win the game. Uh, I should have pulled this earlier, but it was a 50-yard field goal, and it was completely shanked. <laughs> I mean, right off the foot of the kicker, pulls wide left. <laughs> Second nomination, and this was for a tie, and it kept KU undefeated. It was the Iowa State game. 
It was a defensive slobber knocker. And it was a three score, it was a three point game. It was 13 to 10. All Iowa State had to do was kick this 37 yard field goal. We're tied and we're probably going to overtime in Lawrence. Come on! Pulled it, shanked it, pulled wide left, ugly kick. Iowa State just one of the puzzle pieces to an absolutely ugly season Mm -hmm. for the Iowa State Cyclones. And then finally, Miss Field Goal of the Year nomination, my final one, (laughs) is actually not football. It's basketball. Because you might remember, we had our second one seed lose to a 16. Purdue lost to Fairleigh Dickinson. And I remember watching it at the Greensboro Coliseum. They would put live look-ins on the scoreboard, and people started like, you know, the game that was taking place on the floor was a blowout. Yeah. It was, I think Iowa State was playing, and they just, they sucked. They were terrible (laughs) in their first round game. So they put the live look-ins up, and people would groan when they would take it off because, like, 16 might get this dub. And then they they did a split screen, believe it or not, wow. of the live game and then also the live look-in wow. on the scoreboard. <laughs> take that, Iowa State. Yeah, really. But Purdue had a chance to tie it on a three-pointer with six seconds to go, and it was missed. Oof. And that led to the loss, a lot of with you know many other mistakes or great plays by Fairleigh Dickinson but Purdue lost the game they were the sixth, second six, uh, first uh, the second one seed to lose to a 16 god going down in the history books baby uh let's keep this going all right category number 4 for the gamies is the keys to key alley oop of the year yeah buddy there were 3 of them the Oklahoma State game. He has doubled his Marquise. He gets by the double team and throws it to the rim. And Johnson with a throwdown. Oh, my. One-handed Johnson makes it 62-57. That was the play where Oklahoma State was trying to double team outside the right wing, and it looked like Keese was in trouble. He lobs it up to Keontae, which it looked like it was too high. Key ripped it down with his right hand. One-handed jam, and Bramlage Coliseum goes nuts. And then you have the second nomination from the KU game. So that lob was the game winner. Mm -hmm. That won the game, and what a call by Jerome Tang to go to the lob. And Keontae just, if it was three-tenths of a second later, Jalen Wilson probably gets a hand on that. But it was just perfectly timed that Keese got it to Key. For the dunk, and the Cats win it by a point in Manhattan. <laughs> and then the final lob, keys to key, is, of course, the Michigan State game. Okay, State with it. There's the lob for Key. Oh, my goodness, a stop over his head. Keontae Johnson with 22. And, of course, the story there, he looks at Isaiah Thomas and says, watch this. Argument, fake argument probably, between Keys and, and Tang. And then all of a sudden, a lob to the hoop, and it's a reverse dunk. By Keontae Johnson. So all three incredibly unique in their own ways and also so glorious in their own ways. Whoever, all different stories. Whoever doesn't win, it's t- you know, like you, you yeah. should get a, they should get a, what is conciliatory, uh, gamey for sure, because those are two, whoever doesn't win, just fantastic plays. All right, uh, fifth gamey, then we'll take a break. Our next gamey award is for Best Upset. Uh-oh. This is also a new category that we have not done before. 
Um, first upset, of course, is the 10th-ranked Cats beating third-ranked TCU in the Big 12 Championship, 31-28 in overtime. Goal line stop, two of them, as a matter of fact, from the defense. TCU comes off the field with no points, and then the game-winning field goal by Ty Zittner. Second upset um, nomination, K-State women's basketball, knocking off Caitlin Clark and number 4 Iowa in Bramwich Coliseum, 84-83. And that was a chaotic finish <laughs> because Cl- Caitlin Clark rolls her ankle but passes mm-hmm. the ball, and this is a play that has less than four seconds to go before the game is over, and they get a open pass to a player for Iowa on the baseline. She goes up and gets fouled. The whistle blows as the horn sounds. They determined during the timeout, during the review, that the buzzer had just sounded before the foul. I mean, so close. But K-State beat <laughs> Caitlin Clark yeah. in, in Bramlage Coliseum. And then the final best upset um, nominee is Jerome Tang beating the FKU chant. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's basically erased it. Yeah, he did. A lot of effort. Yeah. A lot of, hey, listen up, students. We're done. I can remember who was a Dream Dowling, and I think it was Dream Dowling, like when uh, I can't remember what game it was, but I think it was early on, and we got, I think we got a sandstorm, and it was Dowling doing the, hey, let's knock it off. We're done with that. We only heard it during KU games. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you didn't hear it. It was KSU. To me, that's a pretty big upset to okay. do it so fast. Yeah. People were listening to Jerome Tang. Absolutely. And for the most part, got it done. Mm-hmm. We're halfway through with our gaming nominations. We have five more categories to go. We'll take a timeout. More nominations next on the game. John. <laughs> Dynamite tweet, bud. So... Do we have like a lifetime achievement award for somebody for the last two years? <laughs> it's been amazing. John, that is hilarious. John sent us a tweet um, about the Gaming Awards. It's basically like, you know, I, I, I think this is a side-by-side picture that people have seen before, but it's a kid, young kid. One half of the picture is him in sweats. The other half is him in a suit. Well, the picture in sweats, the caption is my sister's wedding. The picture of the guy in the suit, the game he's on came in. And the thing, is, the thing is, he's looking great in the suit. You know what yes. I mean? The kid looks styling and profiling. Styling. And that's John is styling. All the, this dude, John, you're hilarious, man. That's funny. Give me a second. I'm going to retweet it. Retweet. Retweet. All right, and, it's uh, the gamey winner for uh, best thing ever goes to John. All right, let's keep uh, the nominations going. We are five uh, five awards done for the nominations: best new artist, best field goal, miss field goal of the year, keys to key alley oops, and best upset. Our next award is an oldie but a goodie. It is heel turn of the year. Heel turn is, of course, wrestling lingo. It means basically going from a good guy to a bad guy. Yeah, That's yeah. a heel turn. Yeah. Something that John Cena always teases with, but never did it. Hmm. Heel turn of the year. First nomination is uh, the golfers that jumped from the PGA <laughs> to live golf. I remember that being quite hot. <laughs> yeah, that was a big deal. Taking man. the blood money. <laughs> 
Well, it is like $500 million. I mean, how do you say no to that? No doubt. Uh, My second heel turn nomination is going to be Angel Reese of LSU for her mocking Caitlin Clark in the natty when she was tapping her ring finger. And like Caitlin, when she first started, you know, getting in the face of people and taunting, we, we thought that was great. When Angel Reese does it, all of a sudden, well, wait a second. Yeah. She's a real jerk. <laughs> Angel Reese, love her, and uh, she gets the nomination. And then finally, go ahead. And, and the addendum is going heel turn against Dr. Jill Biden while you're at it. Angel Reese? Yes. I don't remember that. That, that was the fight over the potential of inviting both teams to the uh, White oh, House. Oh, that's right. Yeah, real yeah, yeah, dumb idea. It was awful. They rolled that back, though, right? They they, they just brought LSU. That, yes. The, the invite just correct. went to LSU. And 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 she and Dr. Jill had a conversation. Uh, and then our final heel turn of the year nomination, uh, NCAA Baseball Selection Committee. <laughs> K-State got its first real true experience of what it's like to be absolutely denied access to the NCAA tournament for ridiculous reasons, as in RPI. Mm -hmm. Uh, So heavily invested on the RPI and what that says and not enough invested in literally everything else that should be uh, taken into consideration. So the NCAA baseball committee is up for heel turn of the year. But now, our last four categories, this is where we get real serious. Real serious. Oh, God. Oh, God. This is actually, believe it or not, a new category. Oh. As you know, the Gamey Awards, we sometimes throw, like, Academy Award-type uh, awards in there. Yeah, best anxiety. Best director. <laughs> in other words, a.k.a. head coach what? of the year. We have actually never done this. And I'm like, you know what? I think it's time. This was a pretty big year. What are you, insane? Pretty big year. First is Chris Kleiman, mm. obviously. Second, you could probably guess. JT. Jerome Tang is up for best director. That third coach at first was tough, but I was like, you know what? It actually isn't that tough because, you know, there was a coach just a, you know, what was it, a few weeks, like a month ago, took his team to an NCAA regional as a five seed, nearly made it to the NCAA tournament for the first time, like the actual big national championship tournament. Just barely missed out on that, but he was named. Big 12 Head Coach of the Year in men's golf. Oh boy. I'm giving the third nomination to Grant Robbins. Very nice. For Director of the Year. Best Director. Um, honorable mention, of course, Joe Schartz. Manhattan High. Um, Weston Moody. Wamigo. Um, also, Head Coach, uh, legendary uh, Hall of Fame Head Coach, Bill Snyder. <laughs> he's, uh, he's also going to say Honorable Mention. From from me, I've actually I don't think I've ever nominated anything high school in the gameies. Oh really? Okay, okay. So those would. But never... I mean, you, I mean, you bring up great points. Yeah, um, and then the Wamigo, well, like the girls' golf team, they won state too. So that head coach gets a shout out. I don't know her. I, it's easier to name the the sports that Wamigo didn't win state. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> Yeah. Then it is the name all of them that they did win, you know. The bowling team. Step it up, okay? All right, so again, that is uh, Best Director Chris Kleiman, Jerome Tang, and Grant Robbins. That's a tough one, dude. Next is Best Supporting Actor. Now, this is uh, not exactly – well, I'll just give you the the nominees. Okay. 
first nominee is Gunnar Gundy, backup quarterback for Oklahoma State, Mike Gundy's son. You might remember in the 48 nothing loss yeah. to the Cats, he comes into the game, and it's already a blowout, yeah. but he comes in the game. You want to talk about some acting, man. He was <laughs> shaking. Yeah. I mean, he could barely take the snap. Nah. I'm surprised he didn't fumble. When you get into the heart of the, the belly of the beast, as the Bill's known, and you get there and you got the, you got the defense just going, you're going to be scared, pal. That ain't no acting. Well, he knew why he was in the game. That's old Felix Andy D.K. Uzama rolling up on old uh, Spencer Sanders. Yeah. And that's when it's like, it's kind of like if you come up on uh, a giant grizzly bear, just lay down on the ground and play dead. <laughs> just what are you doing? What are you doing? That's one way of saying just take the sack, just bud. Just take the sack. Just take the, just sit or down. hand it off. Come on, Gunner. Get the ball out of your hands as quickly as possible. <laughs> All right, and then the uh, let's see here. That was the first one. Second nomination for best supporting actor is going to go to KU's DeWan Harris. Because he turned it over the basketball at the end of regulation, at the end of overtime in the K-State KU game in Manhattan. (laughs) Thank you, DeJuan Harris. Thank you. (laughs) Also, you know, shout out to the K-State defense. For sure. sure. But he turned it over twice. (laughs) And then the final nomination for Best Supporting Actor. This is away from K-State. This is away from the Big 12. This is actually one of my favorite um, blunders of, of college football this past season. Do you recall watching the Mizzou-Auburn game? No. <laughs> this was an overtime game, and Auburn was leading 17-14. Mizzou gets the football. Nathaniel Pete yeah. is about to run it into the end zone, mm-hmm. and then he reaches to try to get the ball inside the pylon, and right before yep. he gets across, he drops the yeah. football. Yep. It rolls in the end zone, but he rolled on the f- ground, and he automatically put up touchdown. I got it, but he just kind of stood there. Tried to you sell can it. easily read him that he knew he yeah. screwed up. Yeah. Yep. He yeah. knew he blew it. <laughs> this was Actually, this was the week right after K-State, Missouri. That's right. That's right. Yes. Mizzou lost the game on that fumble. You know that some people want to change that rule, and I think that's silly. If you fumble no, into it, the end zone, it, it's a it's, touchback. Yeah, sorry, it, there's no reason to change I, I don't that think rule. That's a reason to change. Yeah, I don't think there is a good reason unless you're a Mizzou fan right now and you're like, oh, it's a stupid rule. The thing is, like, I remember there was a Nebraska game one time where, so there was a, it was like an option to the left, so it's a, you know, it's a pitch going behind the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And then the running back for Nebraska fumbled the ball, like never actually had possession, just was like bobbling it, and then ends up fumbling it out of bounds, but it went forward, and it actually went across the sticks for a first down. Well, according to the rule at that time, since it was a, you know, technically like a backwards pass, it was fumbled forward, and it went past the boundary or past yeah. the first down marker. Well, that was considered a gain, so yep. it, they were given a first down. I don't yeah. know if the rule is still that way, but I always thought that was a bit ridiculous. Well, that's where you get the two non-fumbles when Felix oh, and Felix came. Yeah. Mm-hmm. fumbling forward across. Yeah, that, oh, yeah. Terrible so, rule. Terrible same, rule. Same rule. So, again, best supporting actor, Gunnar Gundy, Nathaniel Pete, Dewan Harris. Now the final two categories. Best actress in a leading role. Hmm. And I've decided to make a little bit of a change. It used to be just three nominees like everybody else. I decided, though, for, you know, basically, you know, best K-State female athlete, 
best K-State male athlete. I'm going to go four nominees on these categories. Now, don't the like Academy Awards for like mm-hmm. best picture, best actor, actress, don't they get more nominees in the other categories? I feel like they expand them. Yeah, yeah I think so. Do they expand so. it a little yeah. bit? I can't remember. But, but anyway. You hear that? You hear that outside? That's an earthquake. <laughs> okay, you're causing a lot of people's... Am I messing things up? Messing All right. Well, we're going we're, 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 we're gonna, to we're gonna stick with it. Okay. Sorry, earthquake, right. earthquake deniers, but this is the way <laughs> we're going to do this. Best actress in a leading role. Uh, going to first go with Serena Sundell uh-huh. from K-State Women's Basketball. Also from K-State Women's Basketball, Jalen Glenn. I mean, she led the Big 12 in steals, yet she was, like, left off yeah, of the right. all-Big 12 stuff, yeah. you know, defensive team and all that. Complete snub. From K-State Volleyball, she was second-team all-Big 12. Sydney Bolding mm. is up for the award. And then finally, also from K-State Women's Basketball, Gabby Gregory is up for the award for Best Actress in a Leading Role. That's tough, dude. That's a tough category. And then finally, Best Actress. Actor in a leading role. And the nominees are Felix Andudike mm. Uzama mm. is up for best actor in a leading role. Mm. Mr. New York City, Marquise Noel. Wow. Wow. Hashtag my boy, mm. Deuce Vaughn, mm-hmm. is up. For best actor in a lead, you're shaking your head, Troy. What's up? Uh, th- this category is just crazy loaded. Yeah. That's what I'm shaking my head about. Yeah, how's this, how's the committee gonna pull this off? The academy. I mean, well, do you have a guess uh, who the uh, last nominee is? Uh, that would be one Keontae Johnson. No, remember earlier if you're up for best oh. for best or for uh, what was it? I, let me get it right. Oh, fine. best new artist. You, you cannot be nominated for best actor in a leading role. Big Bill Howard. No, hmm. not Will Howard. From K-State Baseball, ah. Tyson Neighbors. Yeah, uh-huh. which also makes sense. But again, loaded. He is a multi-time All-American, first team, second team, third team as a K-State closer. Best closer in the country. I thought there's no way I cannot have Tyson Neighbors up for this award. So again, best actor in a leading role, Deuce Vaughn, Marquise Noel, Felix Andy DK Uzama, and Tyson Neighbors. And again, jeez. Voting starts. I'm going to start tweeting out the polls at Mitch the Fort on Twitter at the game KMAN on Twitter is where you can go vote. It is 20 percent of the vote for the listeners, and all of us get a vote as well. How come you? What's up with only giving the listeners 20 percent? You know what I mean? Well, they're a fifth. Uh-huh. I'm a fifth. You're a fifth. Troy's a fifth. Travion's a fifth. Hmm. It's way better than the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's true. And by the way, if you've reached the bottom of your fifth, oh, never mind, sorry. hey We've had a lot of dad jokes today, a lot of puns, a lot of plays on words today. I'm glad you reacted, because it was just going to be crickets from, from Trey and I. <laughs> I can name you a radio network that airs that as a commercial. If you're at the bottom of your fifth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, we've reached the bottom of the fifth. If you've reached the bottom of your fifth. See? <laughs> One more thing, a part of this year's Gaming Awards. Yeah, buddy. Last year, we had a a musical performance by Dylan Ray. Oh, that's right. Tailgate Town. Great song. It's one of the few country songs I like these days. Phenomenal song. Yes. Not exactly. We're not doing a live performance this year or a performance in general, but we're going to give away a different type of award we've never given away before. And it's finally time. On Friday, we're going to be awarding 
the hashtag my boy lifetime achievement award wow and of course as you can imagine after three extremely successful years as a k-state running back Mm -hmm. (laughs) the hashtag my boy lifetime achievement award will be presented on friday Mm -hmm. to hashtag my boy deuce fawn wow deuce he deserves it Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, people are crying. I'm sure people are pulled over on the side of the road, starting to hug, like yeah, you know, honking yeah. their horns at least. Yeah, and, and people have probably been, like arguments are now ending. You know what I mean? Like people are like, you know what? I'll forgive you. Well, and you know, I wanted this to be the first real big award for Deuce. Yeah, you know, before he gets you know Ring of Honor, yeah, K State Athletics Hall of Fame. The first has got to be the hashtag my boy lifetime achievement yeah. award. Two time uh, consensus All American, like that, you know, pales in comparison when you think about it. If you really think about it. Here's the worst part about him being drafted to the Cowboys. We're going to hear for how many years, my boy. Oh yeah, from this guy. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I was actually asked about that. I was like, is so is uh-huh. Deuce still uh-huh. my boy? You're going to have another one. Well, great question. It's one of the best questions I've been asked in a while. I'm still thinking about it, but. I think it's fair that since this is a K-State, this started as a K-State thing, we already mm-hmm. know about Deuce Vaughn in the NFL. You know, We had a hunch about Deuce heading into his college career, but he had never played it down. But he was completely dot, dot, dot. overlooked as a recruit. K-State wanted him. He comes to Manhattan, and I don't think anybody expected what we got out of Deuce Vaughn. No! And it's all thanks to him being named hashtag my boy before the season uh, started. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. I needed to counter John Kurt's curse in the hashtag my guy. Yeah. Absolute curse. Ugh. This was the opposite. Mm. This makes careers. This as we have learned from our one and only hashtag <laughs> my boy. There's a reason hashtag my boys have lasted longer than five months. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a shot fired right there. Oh, he knows. Dude, so... Uso Malu is he up for maybe possibly my boy? <laughs> I cannot confirm nor deny. <laughs> I am going to keep that under wraps yeah. for a while. Yeah. Because yeah. to be honest, I think there's some pressure. There is. I think there's some pressure to name a new hashtag my boy. I, I think it's one of them deals where the guys on the team are starting to talk. They're starting to chirp a little bit and say, "Hey, who's he it going to be? Yeah, who's it going to be?" But also remember, like Uso's already on the team. Yeah, yeah. Deuce was brand new. Mm-hmm. Hadn't seen him play. That's true. He just showed up in the two deep. That's true. So that's true. And I, I know, heard if you can, if you can, like you know, bench over like five hundred pounds, it's hard to beat my boy because <laughs> that's a man. And I, that's I'll, a straight up man. I'll right give there. you this nugget as well. I'm also not just considering football. Oh, and and there's only one person that's going to get it. Whoa! Not like one per sport. One person. Okay. Don't say is going to get. Yeah. Possibly the the title handed down. Yeah. And then that person they are they even this person better be prepared for just their life to completely change in one moment for sure. Boom! Now you are white hot. The expectations. And I'm not going to lie, I've also thought about debuting a hashtag my girl. Because there is a recruit from for the women's basketball team that I'm seriously considering. Hmm. 
in a non-weird way. <laughs> Very professional. Tune in. Yes. <laughs> Tune in in August. Yeah, yeah. And I can finally make a decision about these very in, you know important roles. Dude, this is a really exciting time. Like, to, like, I can't wait for the gamies. I can't wait for hashtag my boy, hashtag my girl to come out. Dude, I'm pumped. Voting starts just after the top of the hour, just after 6 o'clock. I'll obviously have to tweet them out one at a time. But at Mitch the Fort at the game came in on Twitter is where you'll be able to find the voting. And, of course, we will go over the award winners. I'll give you two days to vote. Friday, second hour, is when we announce the winners. Coming up next, number one song of the day after these words. All right, I think we got time for one. What do you got, Deej? Uh, Ask us anything. Um, Today's Wednesday, so would you rather? Would you rather be 11 feet tall or 9 inches tall? I mean, I'm literally, I'm like halfway to 11 feet tall. (laughs) Well, so that's one, that's one way of double. considering. Yeah, um, I would prefer the eleven feet tall because if I was nine inches tall, I would be afraid for my life. If you're if you were nine inches tall but still had that voice, those boomers, <laughs> I would uh, that'd be my dream. I want to make you nine Man, inches tall, dude. Eleven, <laughs> both just are ridiculous. It'd be awful to be either. Couldn't one. do anything. Yeah, really, with either height. Now on on K Rock this morning, a lot of our K Rockers came up with the idea that you'd rather be nine inches tall because that way you could get a job working in like. A garage. Nobody could see you. Yeah, well, you would just, they'd be like, hey, I dropped a, I dropped a lug nut down there, and you would just go get it and get uh, paid, baby. I just wouldn't want that Alvin and the Chipmunk void, so it would probably come <laughs> with that height. Guys, we got to go. We're with you for a full two hours tomorrow, plus the Gaming Awards fourth annual. We will announce the awards second hour on Friday. Yeah. We're out of here. For Trey, Troy, DG, I'm Mitch. Have a good Wednesday night. Go Cats.